Hey, Mary. Guess hey. what? What? It's Monday. Monday? You know what that means. I do. It's Mondays with Mike and Mary. Hey. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It's nice to be with you. This is our privilege once a week to recount for you some of the highlights of our wonderful calls with our folks in the R-Squared Coaching Program. That's right. And I want to start this week with my favorite Pareto techniques that I heard last week. And I think it's great advice for everybody. I hope it's as good as the one I've got. Oh, I'm sure it's halfway as good at least. <laughs> Here it was, and I, and I quote, never take your foot off the gas. Ooh. By that, he meant seller lead generating. You can never take your foot off that gas. What is it our friend Sheldon says? If you don't prospect when you're busy, you won't you be. You won't be, <laughs> right? right. Well, I love the way this guy said that. Never take your foot off the gas of seller lead generation. If not now, when? This is prime time. You know, it's been so exciting this last week to see people making real progress toward their goals and some people even hitting their goals already. And this is so exciting. It is. And the key is those who are doing it right have their foot on that gas. They're just lead generating all the time going on those appointments. So never take your foot off the gas. That's my technique for the week. What's yours? Mine is happy chocolate chip cookie day. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds delicious. I know. May 15th, in case you didn't know, chocolate chip cookie day. So here's what one of our students is doing. She is uh, cooking up a partnership. She's got a local bakery who makes chocolate chip cookies. She's got a local coffee shop, and she's put together a little gift card coupon thing that she's passing out to all her Platinums, people that she's got a, deep, a good, lasting, deep, referring relationship with, to come on downtown, stop in, and uh, share a cup of coffee with her, if you'd like, because her office is right down there. But for sure, you get a chocolate chip cookie and a free cup of coffee. Is that clever or what? And then she, of course, only pays for the people that come in and cash that ticket in. I like it. And I read this week that dark chocolate relieves stress. Oh, see how everything connects. <laughs> Perfect. What a great technique. <laughs> It'll relieve your stress if you go get listings using the chocolate chip cookie technique. How about that? And my favorite Ask the Experts from last week is kind of a parade of techniques in a way. Hmm. But the number one goal was to make sure I'm using everything I should be using when I'm on a listing appointment. Ooh. So the, the question was, what is it that you have in your marketing toolbox when you go on a listing appointment that's getting the wow from your, your customer, oh. your client? Okay. What, what gets you listings the most? What are they going, ooh, that's what we need. And there was seven different answers, and I loved them all. So here was the first one. My CMA toolkit and pricing presentation with the wholesale retail pyramid. That's, it was, what they're saying to me is I look more prepared than any of my competitors. So when I pull out my CMA toolkit, my Highest price highest analysis. Highest price analysis. Thank yeah. you very much. With the pricing presentation and all the documentation, they say, wow, you did your homework. You were prepared. The second answer was, 
uh, my charm and gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> what? But that was said tongue-in-cheek and followed by all the Wickman dialogue. When I use my dialogue, that's when it knocks their socks off. Starting with the polka. You bet. Using the visual. Yep. Asking the questions and being a listener. Doing a presentation that features your company's tools. Yep. And the pricing presentation. And then pricing. Correct. Right. Then the next answer was List Hub with an analysis of the traffic that we get on all our dis di different listing sites. Uh, and that wowed people. Uh, this was a cool answer. I'm two doors away in my office from an official appraiser. Oh. So I have him do an appraisal. And when I pull out the net sheet, I'm also showing them this is an official appraisal that's been done on your property in addition to my market analysis and it just reinforces it. And they say, look at the expense and preparation he went to, mm. to be there. Uh, the next answer was staging, bringing my stager in, and uh, giving them a free home inspection. I have a home inspector. Now, they don't give them a report, so it doesn't cost as much as a regular home at four or $500 home inspection. But this is a walkthrough with the home inspector who gives them notes to take. Oh, I love that. Um, then there was a twofold answer. One is when I'm with people I've been referred to or that are repeat customers or clients, it's my track record and my testimonials. That's what gets them the most. But if it's first time people, it's that polka safe island technique, laying out the agenda, getting permission, bringing them into it. Um, the professional photog photographs that I take was uh, another answer. And the, the wrap-up was, in our company, in our system, I'm able to say the listing agent, which is me, will get all inquiries. They'll be personally handled by me. Since I know your property the best, I can handle them the best and get the buyers in here. So to sum up, my... Uh, my contribution was, so in other words, do everything Floyd told you to do. Uh. <laughs> and that's what rocks their world. So I love that question. I thought it was uh, a great use of our time. You know, what are you doing on your listing appointment that's getting the best response from people? And if you put it all together, it's all the best of all the worlds. And it's all Wakeman all the time. Love it. I like it too. You know, I wonder how many graduates are out there that kind of don't remember all the things that they learned in the program. And so I'm going to spontaneously suggest you come to Master Sales Academy and Business Breakthrough, our two annual events. We have one in May. We have one in November. Master Sales Academy in May, November Business Breakthrough. Check our website, floydwickman.com, for pricing and for what it's all about and for the dates and the times. But darn you know, how many times do we walk into a client, uh, a corporate office somewhere on the planet, and the first three people that greet us that are in powerful positions in that company all say, oh, yeah, I took Floyd's program back when. And, you know, it's, it's not just a foundation. It's also something you can continue to polish and get better and better at as our students are doing so. Yep. Leave home to get inspired and... Come and work on your business with us, not just in it. 
Yeah, a bunch of nice people. Hey, I've got something to share with everyone today. You know how often we talk about trends in our calls? Oh, yeah. Where we get call after call. Themes and patterns and trends. I had the same issue three calls in a row. Wow. And as it came up for the first person, a second person chimed in and said, I'm so glad you said that. That was mine for today. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And all of them have this at the root of it. Emotional entanglement with a client. You know, I had a, a student who's, you know, got a sick mom. They got their house on the market. It's, you know, it's going to sell. But, oh, my gosh, now our life is changing. Um, you know, one guy um, donating a kidney to his brother. Kind of hard to keep a listing when that stuff is going wow. on in their family life, you know. So, how do you get over it? Because here's what the realtor was grappling with in every single case. I thought I had something and now I don't. And I understand. I understand why their plans are put on hold or what just happened. Well, not in every case did they always understand, but you know, how do I get over this? You know, I stayed I, I stayed two days upset, and it, you know now it's the fourth day, and I'm just kind of working my way out of it. I was upset all last week and couldn't prospect. Um, you know how do I how do I maintain my momentum when these kinds of things are going on? And eventually I get over it, but how do I do it faster? And so I heard several several really good pieces of advice, but probably the best of all that was. Um, have an LFT. Okay, so listeners, you know what LFT stands for, right? Look forward to. That's right. LFT, look forward to. And you should have a weekly LFT. I mean, if you're doing your assignments, you know, our R squared folks got an assignment to do their Smart Week every week, right? And the number one thing you do with your Smart Week is write down everything you already committed to doing. And the second step Every single week is to figure in when is your time off. That is a built-in LFT. And I found two people this past week that aren't doing that. Uh Uh-oh. I know. I'm like, you told me you're doing your assignments. Something to do, someone to love, and something to look forward to. That's Floyd's formula for happiness, remember? It's just all so smart. Yeah. you got to plan in when am I taking a break because otherwise you don't get one. Otherwise, the only time you get a break is when you're totally exhausted and you, can, you can't even crawl an inch further. Plan those breaks in and it's part of how we get through adversity. I had one student say that this was the hardest week in 18 years of real estate. But you know what? She also had some advice. She said these words, these are kind of cool words, behave for the result that I want. Be a problem solver versus a victim. And then I had a quote and somebody quoted me. I was so honored. <laughs> and here's what he said. You know, you have said many, many times, I probably do. My children always tell me I repeat myself too. If you're going to get over it in 12 days, what if you got over it in four? And if you're going to get over it in four, why don't you get over it today? And if you're getting over it today, how about if you got over it in like an hour? This way of kind of reducing it down, logically talking yourself into getting over it quicker. I just, I don't know. I just guess I thought maybe there's somebody out there in listening land that needed to hear that and can get back on track. It's Monday. Let's make this the greatest week of the year. You know, I I would like to add 
couple things to that. One and one is I think you can get past certain things without having to get over them. There's an emotional hangover with stuff like that that can last a long time. And that's okay as long as you get past it. And how do you get past it? Well, you get busy. Act. If it's the only client you've got, if it's the only listing you're working on, then of course you're going to get all caught up in it. That's why that guy's advice up front. Don't take your foot off the gas. you got to keep lead gen. Who's the gutsiest realtor in the world? Well, the one who's independently wealthy and doesn't have to work. Yeah, they'll go out and their standards are way higher than everybody else's. They'll only work when they want to, not when they when they have to. And if if you're not independently wealthy, but you've got a big pipeline of stuff, then you don't have to worry so much about one. But if you only go on one a week or one a month, holy cow you're going to get really attached to that one. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So if you can't get over it right away, like take your advice and figure out, I could get over it now if I really wanted. <laughs> get past it by getting busy and getting booked and filling up that pipeline instead of being attached to that one, oh, what was it Floyd called? Check on Stout Street. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You ever meet somebody who was working on one deal? Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's an exciting way to live, but it's like walking on the edge of a cliff. It's a long way down, it's right? Point. Yeah. Hey, go have the best week you ever had. Stay busy, all right? Hi, everyone. Bye.